Well, you're in your little room And you're working on something good But if it's really good You're gonna need a bigger room And when you're in the bigger room You might not know what to do You might have to think of how you got started Sitting in your little room Saturday, September 26th, 2015. It's the night before a supermoon lunar eclipse, and right now it's 9.01 Pacific Daylight Time here in Portland, Oregon. I'm Jack Miller. And I'm Shannon Emerson, and this is White Tiger Radio. Thanks for listening in, everybody. So this is the part of the show where I would normally ask you, Shannon, what's on your mind, but tonight is our Chris Christopherson show, so presumably you have the Christopherson on your mind. Am I right? What do you think? I, I, would, I thought I was right. And then now I look across the table at you and I see that maybe the expression on your face says, you're not thinking of Christopherson at just this moment. Well, in a roundabout way, Christopher Christopherson, and we'll deal with that name later at some point probably, but in a roundabout way, Christopher Christopherson is on my mind, but really what's on my mind is one word. And that is? Eudaimonia. Eudaimonia. Okay. E-U-D-monia. Yeah. I was never a spelling yeah, champion. Yeah. Eudaimonia. That's good spelling. That's, I got the first couple letters, I think. Phonics. Phonics. I've never been a strong speller. Do you know what that means? Eudaimonia. It means good something. Mm. That much I know. I got my mm. Greek my Greek roots. You. Yes. Good, Greek word. Good uh, cleaning product. Yeah. Eudaimonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sprayed on. Takes the grease off. Eudaimonia is is sort of a way, a word, if you were to say, what's the point? What's the meaning of life? What's the point of life? You could answer it potentially in one word, eudaimonia. So I'm going to ask you, what is the purpose of life? What's the meaning of life? Eudaimonia? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm asking you what you think it is. Uh, what Since I think you don't the, know what eudaimonia is. What I think the meaning of life is. Yeah. The purpose of life. Wow. I think you hit me at the wrong time. Okay. Well, let me tell you. Okay. Well, good, because I, I, you hit me at the wrong time, so I want to be told what the meaning of life is. Uh, Three, two, one, go. I think that many people think the meaning of life, the dry, the goal in life. What's your goal in life? Uh, eudaimonia? (laughs) (laughs) You you got it in my head now. Uh, You're a terrible student. Uh, Eudaimonia. Happiness probably would be something that many people would say was their goal in life. Happiness, right? Right. Uh, Yeah, sure. I'm down with that. I'm happiness. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong? (laughs) Eudaimonia wasn't right and happiness wasn't right either? This This is a trick quiz. This is a trick quiz. Eudaimonia basically talks about the idea that... While happiness is not the goal in life, it's more the activities that lead to happiness that are the goal in life. So life is a process, not an achievement. Not exactly. Uh, I really thought I had it there. That was, that was a real thought. 
Eudaimonia was not a state of mind consequent on or accompanying certain activities, but is a name for these activities themselves. Uh, the right actions are those that result in the well-being of the individual. So happiness is not the goal. The pursuit of happiness, possibly, to put it forefatherly, is the goal. And sometimes you don't succeed in your pursuit of happiness, but that's okay because eudaimonia, pursuit, good, happiness, when it comes, great. And then when it goes, you pursue it again, and that's part of the That's exactly the thing. There's a lesson in this somewhere, and I'm missing it. And so I, I will quote Christopher Christofferson. Quote the Christofferson. Because I think he got this. He sure. Had, he had some ebbs and flows and ups and downs. You bet and he did. Uh, he said, the beauty of dropping to the bottom is that it wipes the slate clean. That's, That's all. great. That's all that's on my mind. I'm a little bit, I know we talked philosophy last time. Maybe that's you've got a philosophical streak these right days. Now. I don't know. Yeah. So, so when I ask you what's on your mind, I can expect a philosophy lesson or not next time because exactly you're catching on. I'm catching on. So tonight our show is dedicated to Chris Christopherson, as you might have already heard. But this is White Tiger Radio Live, not NPR. So you can expect something that's more impressionistic than comprehensive. And we're going to get going right now with the only song that Chris Christopherson ever had that hit number one on any chart. This was number one on the U.S. country chart in 1972. Why me, Lord? Have I ever done to deserve even one of the pleasures I've known? Tell me, Lord, what did I ever do that was worth loving you or the kindness you've shown? I know what I 
the entire experience late night drugs alcohol women it was for you what it was wonderful <laughs> <laughs> it was fun i think i always agreed with blake when he said uh, the road of excess leads to the palace of wisdom yeah. how come you escaped how come you didn't end up somewhere dead I'm not sure. I think God protects fools and songwriters. Darkness had us covered when we split from Minnesota in the morning, in the rain. Black as I was feeling And the street was slick and shiny as a snake Each of us was humming to a half-forgotten echo Hanging over the brain Tapping time and thinking of the time we never had the time to take Thank you. 
At the top of that set, we had Why Me, performed by Chris Christofferson. The man himself. I have not been able to find any information, any explanation about why his parents named him Christopher Christofferson, both with two Fs. It's nowhere. There's no explanation. And part of it may be because they disowned him at some point. They're not talking. But here you go. Here's a question. People who disown their son, Chris Christofferson, and there's no point really where they come around and say, oh, wow, I guess it's okay that he left, uh, I think, teaching at West Point, and he, he was killing it, and then he decided to try to kill it at writing songs, and his family disowned him, and the same people that disowned him are the people who named him Christopher Christofferson. It doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. I don't understand it. Those people are messed up, though, I think. That's what we can tell from that. We can extrapolate. I don't think they got the whole eudaimonia thing. I think they were unhappy with what he did, and then they stayed unhappy. Maybe. After that, we had For the Good Times, performed by Al Green. That's a Christopherson song, performed by Al Green. How can you not like Al Green? Amazing. If you don't like Al Green, then... Turn off your radio right now. You need to take your eudaimonia and get the hell out of here. Exactly. And then we had an excerpt from a 1999 interview... Uh, that Charlie Rose did with Chris Christopherson on 60 Minutes. Yes, and I, I know this is radio, and so it's not a visual medium, 
but I did watch that interview, and I just I have to share the fact that Charlie Rose, who went down to Hawaii or out to Hawaii to do the interview, was wearing a pink polo shirt with the collar up during that interview. Right? Did somebody Charlie Rose? Did somebody say to him, "He's like, I'm going to Hawaii to do an interview. What do you wear in Hawaii when you're doing an interview?" And some stylist said, "I've got it." Pink polo shirt, and make sure you put the collar up. You'll Charlie. feel bold and strong during that interview, Charlie Rose. And at the end of that set, we had our first cover song of the night. But that, not our last. Not our last. No, that was Border Lord, performed by Craig Bradford. This is what White Tiger Radio is often about, is getting people, listeners, to participate and we've got more coming up tonight participation from a number of different yeah. uh, people with stuff about Christofferson that we either asked them to do or they volunteered Craig Bradford did everything on that song he played the drums he played the guitar he played the bass he sang and he sang backup and he mixed it and then he emailed it to me so he has technical wow. skills too wow yeah thanks Craig for that great song so I, I will say that 450 or so artists have done cover songs of Chris Christopherson songs. Now, as of tonight, 454. Right. But um, we've added to that list. It's that's a big number. I mean, that's more people than have told me to fuck off in my life. You ha- you have an exact count of that because yeah, well, I would I just don't round know. numbers, but you're you're rounding down. I thought I it was think. high, but then I see this. I don't know. Yeah, Chris Christopherson is a prolific songwriter, and that's how I always think of him. But he was also something else, and in our next set, we're going to get a little taste of that.
Hello, Jane Curry here with a short interview with Skip Papadopoulos. Of course, we all know Skip is our friendly neighborhood anchor reporter, but Skip has had a varied career. So now we're here today to talk about his time as a key grip on the Chris Christopherson film Heaven's Gate. So how did you find yourself in this iconic movie? Uh, I was in Butte, Montana. It was the fall of 1979, working as a guide for trappers up in the upper Bangtail range. He was hunting moose on a fortnight trip the director was one night we gathered around the fire and talked a bit and this guy started talking about how this was his last free time for a year as he was starting to film a movie here in montana in a few months my guide work was shutting down for the winter and as it turned out he needed some help on the movie this crew was difficult to find up here in montana so you went from mountain guide to working on a big hollywood movie that's a big change yeah i quickly realized that film and tv and entertainment world that was something that was for me skip papadopoulos in the entertainment world the guide work was fine, but it was really hard and dirty, and the people I was guiding were difficult and mostly felt entitled. Mostly horrible people. So how was Chris Christopherson himself? I was working on it as a key grip on the set, helping them set up lights and general labor. I just set up the lights for a scene on a porch, and they called the actors. And there, walking across the gra- grass, was the man himself, Chris Christopherson. Everyone stopped. Chris looked around at everyone and said, let's get this goddamn thing done. Everyone cheered, and they were on board. The one thing that struck me immediately was the charisma that he brought to the set. It was so powerful, it drew everyone to him. That charisma could pull a train through honey. Yeah, sure could. Well, you know, that's kind of his trademark, his, his charisma, his aura. So what else? What else about medium stood out to you? Well, at the final shot, we were wrapping up on a Sunday. It was a big scene where Chris holds Ella Watson. Of course, he nails the scene. Cut, wrap, everyone's euphoric, and we were all done. Chris moves to the center of the set. Looks at everyone, really looks at everyone. It felt like he was looking into my soul. The connection was electric. Chris stands up and says, We just finished the best film in history, and I'll see you all at the Academy Awards. We all cheered and proceeded to get hammered in the middle of the Montana prairie. So, of course, it was not the best film in history, even the best film of that year. So it was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, it really sucked. I couldn't believe it. But anyway... I'll never forget over the magnetism of that one and only Chris Christofferson. All right, Skip. Great catching up with you today. We're just going through the motions of the parts we've learned to play. Never quite together like before. 
Ah, but somehow, darling, something good got lost along the way. And our song ain't nothing special anymore. Let's try it once more time with feeling down. Take it from the top. Let me feel those tears of fall. Wanna miss a single drop. Darling, make me You're making me believe each word you say. Try once more with feeling. the way you used to do and you're looking everywhere but in my eyes well that's an oldie but it's a goodie darling but them words ain't ringing true and you don't seem very sure of your lies so try it once more time with feeling down, take you from the top. This one is the big one, baby. Let's give it everything you got. Make believe you're making me believe each word you say. Try it once more with feeling. We'll call it a day once more. So I tend to think of Chris Christopherson as a songwriter. That's how I think of him. I think that he's probably more widely known as an actor. And we did start that set with him singing Watch Closely Now, which is on the Star is Born soundtrack from 1976 movie A Star is Born. Uh, that's not actually Chris Christopherson. That's Chris Christopherson acting as John Norman Howard, washed-up rock star. Uh, that was recorded live at the Sun Devil Stadium in Arizona. He was acting like a washed-up rock star. Some people might call that not a stretch, but that was the song. After that, we had uh, Skip Papadopoulos, our very own White Tiger Radio, Skip Papadopoulos. What a life he's had. I some I, you, Just when you think that his... Stories have run dry. You find out that he was in the Bangtail range when the Christofferson came through for filming and, and he just got involved with that. I would have never, I could never picture him in the Bangtail range, but I can picture it makes that. sense now, I guess, yeah, that I know You it, hear the so. story and that definitely makes yeah. sense. Thanks for that interview. And Jane Curry, thank you for uh, joining she's so our team. Good. Yeah. She's, I, so, she's, she's a really good interview. I love her interviews. Her work is great. Yeah. And she certainly knows how to get the stories out of people. Uh, and that was a great interview with Skip. After that, we had Greg Weinger doing Once More with Feeling, and that was our second solicited cover of the night. Greg came into the White Tiger studio just a couple days ago and knocked out that great cover of a Chris Christopherson In song. In studio recording. Live to tape. That was not edited. That was just Greg here with his guitar and a recorder in the White Tiger studio. Lots of bourbon was harmed in the making of that song. There's some, some, yeah. Lots, some. <laughs> it's kind of hard to know. 
that set started off with Chris Christopherson as an actor, and I just want to briefly talk about him as an actor, because I really do think that that's how he's known by most people. Really? Yes. I think that, I, you know, we think of him as a, as a songwriter and a musician, but he has been in 111 screen performances. See, that's fewer than the number of people who've told me to fuck off. Right. So, so I feel better now. So yeah, we've That's yeah, good. you're okay. kind of in the median there between, you know, cover yeah. songs and but he's been in 111 credited shows including the most recent History Channel miniseries called Texas Rising. He plays President Andrew Jackson in that, which is a a fantastic role for him. He's been in a lot of movies and I don't really want to talk so about I all wanna of his hear, movies. So I want to hear I mean to interrupt. You mean to interrupt. I want to hear taken. you doing Chris Christopherson doing Andrew Jackson. Go. Those Cherokee can just go fuck themselves. Well, something like that. See, so yeah, yeah. Andrew Jackson never say that. He's never dropped the F-bomb. Well, he did actually, after the Supreme Court told him that he was not allowed to remove the Cherokee from their land, he just went ahead and sent federal troops to do it. So while he probably didn't drop the F-bomb, he, he did... He thought it. He he made it happen. So, yeah, I could probably have done he a probably better. probably just said bastards really sternly. Get those Indians off my man's land. It's probably more like it. So. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. There's so much to say about Christopherson as an actor, but I what I just really want to do quickly is just read the title of some of the movies he's been in because I think it'll show his range in no particular order. The Tracker, Stagecoach, Blood and Orchids, Songwriter, Pair of Aces, Another Pair of Aces, Three of a Kind, Big Top Pee-wee, and yes, that is a Pee-wee Herman movie, The Lost Honor of Catherine Beck, That Last Horror Film, Convoy, Semi-Tough, Vigilante Force, Christmas in Connecticut, Perfect Murder, Perfect Town, Jean Benet and the City of Boulder, Paper Heart, Sodbusters, Blade, Blade 2, Blade Trinity, Dolphin Tale, Dolphin Tale 2, Midnight Stallion, Down Dog, Bloodworth. My intention is to interrupt. And the 2001 remake of Planet of the Apes. I loved Convoy. I've been a simple man. And I've been insane. And I've been a vagabond. And I've been a king. Yeah. But I've been a better man. Trying to please the stranger I love. Lost in a wilderness, darker than pain. Drawn to her loneliness, just like a flame. Closer we come. But as I love her, I ain't afraid. We'll be together, together, some loving way.
I'll take her hand-me-downs And I'll take the blame And I'll be a hang-around I ain't ashamed Cause the longer I love her The more I believe The stranger I Ah, Chris Christopherson, the man, the myth, the legend. Aside from the slight fascination with his name, spelling Chris with the matching K, for the obvious repetition, God, I'm sure I said Christopher Christopherson in my head many times when I was young. Was it the mid-70s fashionable look of longer hair and scruffy salted beard that he almost never got rid of? And that bit of scratch, horse in his voice, rough, sweet stuff. But here's the truth. What put this man on the map for me in the 1970s was the heyday popularity of Barbara Streisand movies. Our family watched them all. She seemed to be everywhere uh, at that time. But A Star is Born from 1976 was the soundtrack of my tween, early teens, probably longer. I think we had the 8-track, probably the album, I can't find it, definitely the cassette, and eventually the movie itself on VHS. I know the words by heart. Probably my sister does too, but me, definitely. The film was a remake, the original I never saw, I don't even care. Streisand was her amazing self at the time, uniquely gorgeous, with a fabulous voice, and juxtaposed with Chris Christopherson's bad boy rock star leading man. I don't even know. Was he playing himself? I just showed the trailer to my husband, and he squinted and asked, Is that Barry Gibb? Ah, uh, that cool 70s look. Okay, White Tiger Radio, give me some gravelly voice, tender, scruffy, bad boy legend. Love it. I think uh, in, in the pure form, uh, country music is uh, white man's soul music. It's like, it's like the 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 blues or or uh, R and B. Um, it's about real things, and it's there's very little uh, BS. It's like uh, it's more like Hemingway's writing than uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and emotional. And that's what appeals to me about it. Okay, we're rolling. I've lived enough to know that love's not everything you need. And God knows, I know there are still so many things. You want to be I've seen enough To understand The pain You're going through It's just a shame To know I'm not enough For you It hurts to see 
Every door in my mind 
Christofferson's loving her was easier than anything I'll ever do again. That's just kind of stops me in my tracks. What a beautiful song that is. Yeah, he he does it every time with feeling. Yes, his previous work for White Tiger Radio includes a cover of Simple Man, which is a favorite around here, and to get from him a version that uh, you know blew us away, you can check on the website and hear the past archive to hear Eric Clampett doing Simple Man. Right, there he recorded was. Recorded at the Oregon coast. This song was recorded at the Oregon coast. His Thank you for that. His doing backup vocals. Who played the triangle? Maybe him. Maybe his wife. Maybe somebody who was just walking down the beach. Before that, we had a demo from Chris Christopherson himself. That's the 1970 demo of Enough For You. That song, as a studio version, and really a much less interesting song in the studio version, was on his fourth album, Jesus was a Capricorn, which, you know, I read that title. I was like, that's right. Jesus was a Capricorn. Now, I don't know enough about sun signs to know what that means, but it, I bet it means something. I don't think it means anything. It doesn't? No. It's got to mean something. The demos, I do like, we have a whole album of the demos, and really those are the only, well... I don't think Chris Christopherson, ha- Chris Christopherson has a very good voice. And really. he was not a very popular I mean, he has a recording great artist either. Voice. He has, uh, but when he does the demos, he sounds wonderful. He's an amazing songwriter. He's an amazing songwriter, singing studio songs. It's a little bit like. And he was never it, a hit recording artist. He didn't. He had two top forty hits in his entire career on the Billboard charts, and really, he was just not a recording artist. The demos are great. Uh, before that, we heard him talking about white man soul music, and before that was Kimberly Nietzsche, all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio, remembering her youthful feelings about the 70s, the mid to late 70s Chris Christopherson. That was great. A great Chris Christopherson and a great set of memories. And we started that set with... <laughs> Did you just really say that? Did I? Did you just really say, a great Chris Christopherson... And a really great set, set of memories. memories. I, well, we can go back to the tape and find out whether I said that or not. For right now, I'm going to go ahead and say no. I, of course I wouldn't have said that. That's so cheesy. Why would I say something like that? That's very typical I, of you. Very typical of you. Saying something and then saying I didn't say it? Who, who did we hear at the top of that set? At the top of that set, we had yet another cover from a local. That's Sadie Bowman doing The Stranger I Love. And that was recorded on her phone. So we've had four cover songs specifically recorded for this show tonight with varying types of medium. And that was just Sadie in her, I think, in her apartment and her guitar and her wonderful, beautiful voice. I think another, that's a good example of eudaimonia, where 
every action was different that everyone took to get their song here, and yet happiness ensued. Exactly. Now, those were all kind of love songs from Chris Christopherson, and he wrote a lot of songs about love, though I wouldn't say that most or any of them were really classic love songs. He himself was a relatively stable guy for an actor, songwriter, recording artist, uh, 70s kind of crazy man. He does. He has had three marriages. He's on his third marriage now. He's, so here's the thing about his second marriage to Rita Coolidge. Yes. When he was trying to make that work, apparently this just came in tonight from one of our listeners, but when he was with Rita Coolidge, times were probably rocky most of the time, but it was really like, let's just get this done and bring it down. And uh, Phil happened to be living in the same area and would see our friend Chris jogging and trying to work being out. around and trying to make it work didn't work. little eudaimonia there. He was married to Rita Coolidge from 1973 to 1980. They put out three duet albums and won two Grammy Awards and had a child. Uh, his latest marriage uh, has lasted since 1983, producing five children. He also, in 1960, married his high school sweetheart and stayed married to her for nine years and produced two children. Chris Christopherson has had three marriages and he has eight children. And he's been married now for 30 plus years to his third wife. So I guess three's a charm for Christopherson. All those numbers, just so much lower than the number of people who told, have told me to fuck off. I know. It's kind it's of, amazing. the statistics tonight are staggering, I have to say, for sure. I taught the weeping willow how to cry, cry, cry. And I showed the clouds how to cover up a clear blue sky. And the tears I cried for that woman are gonna flood you, big river, and I'm gonna sit right here until I die. I met her accidentally in St. Paul, Minnesota, and it tore me up every time I heard her brawl, Southern brawl. And I heard my dream went back downstream for Fortin and Davenport, and I followed you, big river, when she called. I 
showed the clouds how to cover up a clear blue sky. And the tears I cried for that woman are gonna flood you, big river. And I'm gonna sit right here until I die. Nelson was a hero long before I ever met him, you know, and Johnny Cash. Uh, I think Big River that Johnny Cash wrote is one of the one of the best rock and roll songs I ever heard. Casey joins the hollow sound of silent people walking down the stairway to the subway in the shadows down below. Following the footsteps through the neon darkened corridors of silent desperation, never speaking to a soul. The poisoned air he's breathing has the dirty smell of dying Cause it's never seen the sunshine and it's never felt the rain But Casey minds the arrows and ignores the fatal echoes Of the clicking of the turnstile and the rattle of his chains She said, Casey, it's been so long since I've seen you. Here, she said, just a kiss to make a body smile. See, she said, I've put on you stockings just to please you. Lord, she said, Casey, can you only stay a while? Casey leaves the underground and stops inside the golden crown For something wet to wipe away the chill that's on his bone Seeing his reflection in the lives of all the lonely men Who reach for anything they can to keep from going home Standing in the corner, Casey drinks his pint of bitter Never glancing in the mirror at the people passing by Then he stumbles as he's leaving And he wonders if the reason is the beer that's in his belly Or the tear that's in his eye She said, I suppose you seldom think about me Now, she said, now that you've a family of your own Still, she said, it's so blessed good to feel your body Lord, she said, Casey, it's a shame to be alone Here's the first whole song I ever wrote. Mm -hmm. 
11 years old and well on my way. You've heard a lot of singers moaning of the love they've lost. They're always true to their long lost dear, no matter what the cost. I want you to hear I ain't crying in my beer. This is how it goes with me. The happiest day of my unhappy life was when you set me free. I hate your ugly face. I see it every place. It follows me wherever I try to go. Your skin is tan like leather. It looks just like a heifer, though I hate you, dear, and I think you ought to know. Now most heartbroken lovers wish their sweetheart's happiness. I just hope you're miserable, you sorry-looking mess. I want you to hear I ain't crying in my beer, this is how it goes with me. The happiest day of my unhappy life was when you set me free. That was I Hate Your Ugly Face by... And, uh, you can't say the name anymore. Speaking of, I hate your ugly face. You don't know how many texts I've gotten since the beginning of this show. People just telling me to fuck off. People want to get your numbers up. It's that's, that's the kind of support we've come to expect here at White Tiger I know. Radio Live. It's a community. It is a, it's it's a, a community. It's a community. Before that, we Pursuing had. Pursuing eudaimonia. Indeed. Indeed. We had Casey's Last Ride by Johnny Cash. Always love to hear Johnny Cash. Smooth. Can't have enough cash soothing johnny cash before that we had rolling stone interview in night from 1984 and the top of that set we had big river by the highwaymen we did and so we've gone through an awful lot of christopherson's career we are almost at the end of the program and we haven't gone near what is arguably christopherson's most famous song me and bobby mcgee and you know people out there who know Christopherson songs are probably thinking that's what we're going to save for last but we actually have another even I would say more famous Christopherson song for last uh, we were saving me and Bobby McGee for a new segment we're introducing on tonight's program called Shannon Sings Karaoke on the Radio oh man it's uh there's no way there that's... is you missed the staff meeting and I think we're going to have to save that new segment. We had it we had it all planned out. I mean, because well, anyway, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's not even that's not It's not even okay. What's going on? I think that's not the song you picked. I think we need to go to our final song of the night. No. No. No, you can then you know play something You play can't something you else. can't skip the meeting. And then just blow off the whole idea of the Shannon Sings Karaoke on the radio. You might just have to sing the song without the karaoke music. Bobby McGee. Shannon Sings Karaoke without on the karaoke. radio without the karaoke. I think that's an even better idea. See, if you'd been at the staff oh, meeting, that's what we would have come up with. God. I need to have some lawyer look at my contract. There's no contract. Busted flat in Baton Rouge, waiting for a train. Feelings near as faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down. 
just before rain and rode us all the way to New Orleans. All right, that's it. No, na 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 na. That that part. Na 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 na. Bob ain't my gay. Yeah. Na 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 na. Na 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 na, Bobby McGee. Yeah, like that. That would be kind of that's close to what I was thinking. So that was our new segment called Shannon sings karaoke in the radio na, without na, karaoke. Na, 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 na. Oh, oh, we're moving on. I know. <laughs> that's uh, that's a new new segment called new Shannon <laughs> sings the rest of the song while I'm announcing the name of the Shannon new segment. Shannon loses her mind on the radio, and everyone tells her to fuck off. And you're going to have an opportunity. I think it's going to be popular. I oh, think it's going to be popular. You're going to, you're going to get so many fuck offs that it's going to like burst the number of likes that you've got, which is, I don't know how many that is. I don't look not at the stats. Many. I'm not, not a stat many. looker. I don't get that uh, many. But you're going to get a chance to tell Shannon to fuck off an awful lot on our next program in October because that is our Shannon's Picks show. Shannon will be picking all of the music. Actually, I'm just going to be doing a slideshow of photos. For the um, radio show, you really know how Shannon's to picks. make good radio. Well, so that's we have the Christopherson show song to do, and it's a very special song. It's a song that may have been a result of something that is or isn't true. So it's possible that when Chris Christopherson had walked away from his life and moved to Nashville, got a job working at the as a janitor at Columbia Records was still, he was doing um, helicopter flights. I can't remember now what for, but he was doing that for money and basically just trying to make it as a songwriter. And he would pass Johnny Cash demos of his songs in the halls of Columbia. And Johnny Cash never uh, used them or listened to them. And later on, Johnny Cash would say that he threw them in the lake in near his home in um, Hendersonville. Tennessee and then so then one day Christopher Christopherson got a wild hair which he was wont to do on a regular basis that's what made him what he was and he decided to fly the helicopter that he was using for work and to land on the Johnny Cash's front lawn and to give him a demo tape of the song we're about to play and he succeeded he did it you know Johnny Cash tells the story like the helicopter landed and Chris Christopherson just sort of tumbled out of the helicopter with a cigarette in one hand and a bottle of whiskey in the other. And of course, Chris says that it's not possible to drive a helicopter with two hands, but I suppose you fly it. You fly and don't it. really drive it. You don't drive it. Yeah. So he was lying. So that was a lie right there. So he lie said, number one. that's bullshit. I landed. Johnny Cash wasn't even there when I landed. Somehow he still got the tape and left an impression. And then Johnny Cash went on to record this amazing song, Sunday Morning Coming Down, which we're about to play. Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt. And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Then I fumbled through my closet 
pulled my clothes and found my cleanest dirty shirt Then I shaved my face and combed my hair and stumbled down the stairs to greet the day. I'd smoked my brain the night before on cigarettes and songs that I'd been picking. But I lit my first and watched a small kid cussing. At a can that he was killing Then I crossed the empty street And caught the Sunday smell Of someone frying chicken And it took me back to something That I lost somewhere, somehow On the Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday Makes a body feel alone And there's nothing short of dying Sleeping city sidewalk Sunday morning coming down In the park I saw Daddy With a laughing little girl That he was swinging And I stopped beside a Sunday school to the song that they were singing And I headed back for home And somewhere far away A lonely bell was ringing And it echoed through the canyons Like the disappearing dreams of yesterday The Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday Makes a body feel alone And there's nothing short of Sleeping city sidewalk Sunday.